0: We donated to a school in Belmont, Cragen. They were so sweet. We dropped off like 2,000 supplies, and that was one of the cases where a teacher was buying them on her own. And after that, they actually sent us a letter in the mail from the students and like pictures and stuff like that, saying that they were so excited for their hygiene pantry.
1: Welcome to the HeartWork Network, a conscious, caring, community network i'm your host amanda and this space was created to bring together local non-for-profits and future volunteers thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show Today I have Ashley Novoa, founder of Chicago Period Project, which is a nonprofit right here in Chicago that helps homeless people to experience their periods with more dignity. I'm really excited to have Ashley on the show today. This is a movement that I'm super passionate about, and I'm so glad that she is helping this community, especially in a very personal time of need. So Ashley, thank you so much for being on today's show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Okay, so we'll just get right into it. I always like to start my interviews with getting to know a little bit more about our guest. So Ashley, could you maybe tell me a little bit about your background and where you get your heart from? I
0: get my heart from my experiences growing up, my kids that I have. I have a four-year-old son and a two-month-old daughter, so they drive a lot of what I do, but I started Chicago Period Project in 2016, right after the election. I just felt that it was a moment where a lot of marginalized communities needed a little bit of extra love, most specifically women, anybody with the uterus, you know, the whole Planned Parenthood defunding and everything that was going on. I felt helpless, and I kind of wanted to give back. I just didn't know how, but I also wanted to channel my energy into something positive. So I started Chicago period project. It was kind of like a whirlwind thing that took off. I started a crowdfunding site, a website, and then here we are now two years later with no experience in the beginning, but we're, you know, we're a 501c3 and it's been going
1: great. So what specifically made you have awareness about the homeless community being without menstrual cycle supplies? Because that's something that not everybody thinks of and I actually had an epiphany myself last year. I was traveling and that time came. Sorry, very taboo to talk about and I had used all my emergency supplies and I had nothing and I remember just scrambling around looking for a gas station or a store or something that I could get something and thank goodness I had the money in my wallet to get it but instantly I had this epiphany of oh my gosh I can't even imagine what it would be like as a woman to not have the access to these hygienic supplies once a month. So was there one instance or one experience that made you really focus on that need? I was actually just scrolling through Facebook and a bustle video had
0: popped up and I usually don't click on the videos, which is like one of those things is very surprising how the world works. I usually don't click on them. I happen to click on this video and it followed a person throughout New York as they had their period and just seeing they didn't have, you know, safe bathroom spaces to even go and change their tampons. People were using dirty socks. People were using pads for days and days um, or they were free bleeding, which wasn't a choice for them at the moment. I understand some people it is their preference to free bleed but you know a lot of people out there they do it because they don't have the supplies and I just felt very embarrassed that I had never thought about that before I've had my period since I was 12 years old and I was like why haven't I not ever thought about you know this specific struggle and then when I looked into it more I realized that it's a big issue within our city alone but across the world because like you said like you mentioned earlier it's a taboo still for people to talk about it And because it's a taboo, they don't think to donate those products. So it leaves this huge gap to be filled, and that's where we come in, and, you know, we drop off the supplies to shelters throughout the city and, yeah, any kind of organization that needs them.
1: Oh, I love it so much. Okay, so we talked a little bit about the history and the mission, and I saw a little fact that was really surprising on your website that menstrual hygiene products for one-year periods cost around $1,700 a year. That is, yeah, just the
0: price for tampons or pads and a few of the other luxury items if we're lucky enough to be able to, to buy them. But, you know, people get on birth control to help regulate their periods. We buy the stomach warmers and the heat pads and all of that. If we have cramps or mild. it doesn't include any of the other little extra incentives or extra luxuries. Yeah. Right.
1: You spoke a little bit about going to women's shelters. What other communities do you serve in Chicago?
0: So we serve all of the Chicago area. Obviously, if anybody reaches out to us in any neighborhood or any person, um, we're here to happily donate to, but we do the reaching out to the communities that need it the most, the underserved communities. One of our biggest focuses is Austin. We do a lot of donating to a food pantry in Pilsen. I think that's actually who we've donated to the most. It's called the UI Health Pilsen Food Pantry. Just love them, love their mission, love what they're doing, love the executive director of the pantry. So we love working with them we donate to all of the shelters throughout chicago and then we also do a lot of the focuses on the smaller organizations that offer resources like mental health resources for the lgbtq community We donate to Howard Brown Health Center, Broadway Youth Center, and then a lot of the things people don't realize is that we also donate to Chicago Public Schools because a lot of their students don't have the supplies that they can provide for themselves, and then also the schools don't have it within their budget to provide those supplies for the students, so the teachers are oftentimes giving them supplies from their own stash or providing them with their own money, which isn't really fair because... Teachers don't make a lot anyway. Right. You know they're not uh given you know as much as they should be. So, uh, we're here to do that for them.
1: Wonderful. And so, if there are any other nonprofits that could use value in your partnership, should they reach out to you? Definitely. Let's get to some more of the fun things about Chicago Period Project. What has been the greatest Chicago Period Project volunteer moment that? either you experienced or maybe somebody else in your organization.
0: We donated to a school in Belmont, Cragen. They were so sweet. We dropped off like 2,000 supplies and that was one of the cases where a teacher was buying them on her own. And after that, they actually sent us a letter in the mail from the students and like pictures and stuff like that saying that they were so excited for their hygiene pantry. They actually set up like a little time aside where they talked to the menstruating students and asked them questions about their periods and what had they done before that and a lot of them had mentioned that you know they would either call into school or they would have to call their parents to come and bring them something or pick them up from school so they were very thankful for all the supplies that we donated and it was really really cute
1: oh that's wonderful and I love the term hygiene pantry. Yeah. That's so cute.
0: Keep an eye out for that because we're trying to make hygiene pantries throughout the city. That's our 2019 goal right now.
1: Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing you complete that mission. So we talked a lot about the mission and the history and all the great ways that you are giving back in our Chicago community. Where can our listeners find in-depth detail about the community? I always tell everybody that our
0: website is sort of like a one-stop shop. You go on there, fill out our contact form. You can email us about volunteering. You can email us about if you're an organization that's in need. You can email us about picking up or dropping off supplies or how to host a donation drive. So once we get that original communication going from our website, we go from there and, yeah, hopefully help out more people in the
1: city. And so your website is www.chicagoperiodproject.org. And you have Facebook, Instagram. How else
0: can we find you? Yes, you can find us on Facebook. Just type in Chicago Period Project. You can find us on Instagram as well. Our handle is Chicago Period, and then project is PRJCT. You can email us directly as well, info at chicagoperiodproject.org.
1: And then just so we can break it down for the listeners, because I know I go through my mind, so exactly what are some of like the menstrual supplies that they need or the hygiene supplies? We're always, always looking for pads. Surprisingly, I was
0: somebody that always used tampons, so did all my friends. But people, the more we ask, they prefer pads would shock me. So lots of pads, uh, tampons we're always looking for. We're always, always looking for underwear, brand new underwear, because we know if you're a menstruator yourself, you know that those can be pricey and a casualty for you throughout your period. (laughs) We take water bottles so that people can drink or clean themselves up with toilet paper, hand sanitizers, the travel size wipes as well. Email us directly about how to get those products to us. You can host a donation drive to get those products. And we also have an Amazon wish list on our website that you can click on, purchase the products, and it's already set up to ship to us. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Try to make it as
1: easy as possible. Yeah, Yeah. So cool. Excellent. So lots of different creative ways that we can give back listeners. Ashley, I've really enjoyed hearing your story and learning about the Chicago Period Project. I'm so glad that you're being of service to those women in need. So we're coming here to our closing remarks. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to hear that we maybe haven't covered yet today?
0: Yeah, uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Everything has been great so far for the almost three years that we've been going, but we still need all the support to continue to do it, to do our work. Like I mentioned before, we're looking to put hygiene pantries throughout the city and that'll essentially be partnering with food pantries and then having our own little section within there to hand out not only just tampons and pads, but other little toiletries as well that you oftentimes can't get at the food pantries. So therefore we need to stock up our inventory for that. <laughs> so we'd appreciate all of the help and support and also and also. the volunteers to get our everything organized and everything you know set up really cute and nice and just so everybody can come in there and have a great experience.
1: Ashley thank you so much again for your time today it was wonderful to meet you and most of all thank you for your survey.